Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. This is episode 49 of our show. 49, did you think we'd get here? Uh, no, no, I didn't no. think we'd get past number two. Yeah, like how are we? Well, I don't even know how we got past number two, really. <laughs> that was brutal. And <laughs> one and two were pretty rough. Whoever listened to episode three, they are why we're here. I almost feel like one of these days I got to put on our original music just to listen to it again because it's it's pretty yes, rough please. it's pretty oh, rough it's pretty epic well it's actually it's 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 an actual song made by someone so i mean that's something so we got to be nice because maybe they listen uh, yeah if so i mean it wasn't great <laughs> if you loved it if it was like a 70s arcade then it was good then i think it, it then they nailed it pretty much <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Give a quick shout out to our patrons this week uh, to SL Pronoun, as well as Chris Truction. Nobody likes that guy. Chris Truction, no one likes him. But SL Pronoun, you're a superstar. Thanks a lot to all of our patrons uh, who are listening and who check out After Dark. We'll give you some more information about why we said that maybe in After Dark, because I'm just going to leave it like that for this whole episode that we don't like Chris Truction. Uh, but anyway, thanks a lot for your support. If you're curious what our Patreon is, you can check down below. We've got links. I'm like struggling to just get started here today. How was it your works, week, man? It Save works. Me. It was a good week, man. I had a good week. I watched you generously gave me some of your crazy expensive from Florida, but totally Canadian tenacity for your grass. The right. stuff that kills weeds, but not the grass. I'm impressed you actually sprayed your whole yard with that. Almost. I miss. Well, I'm just saying in, in general, it's heavy. Oh, yeah, it is heavy. But the backpack helps, right? And with, with concussion stuff, he used tricks to try and, like, getting it on and off was hard, but having it as the backpack didn't hurt. Like, yeah. the, the, what this tenacity stuff is, is just, like, it's a liquid you put into a whole bunch of water, but you have it on your backpack, or you have it, like, in a backpack type of thing, and then you spray it all over your grass. So you look all hazmat and stuff, even though you're not wearing any hazmat stuff. But I, I tried to put it on. Like, when I did that, what, a week or two ago now? And I put it on. I did the whole front yard and I'm doing the backyard. And it's about 2,000 square feet in total. But I just misjudged how much. It's the first time I was using the spray and the pump. So I misjudged it. I missed about a third of my backyard. But it's it's cool seeing it all work. Like, you know, Go a whole bunch of the grass. Yeah, like the crab grass and a whole bunch of stuff is going white now. And But the normal grass is staying alive. So that's yeah, cool. It's I've magic. Been, uh, yeah, I've been staring at it. It just looks kind of neat. I visited my dad's plaque. For the first oh. time, like we, cool. um, he, he was just, when did he die? It was like two years ago or something. Anyway, he, uh, you know, there's no tombstone or anything. It's just a plaque. Right. And, uh, my mom was, you know, really curious. Like, what, what do we write? What do we say? What do we put on? You know, like once it's done, it's done and it's crazy expensive and the fees that they throw out, I don't know what it's like where anyone else lives, but goodness me, there's a fee just for thinking about what you're going to put on. So anyway, my sister and I were just like, whatever you want, mom, whatever you want, just put it. And uh, so even though it's been a couple of years, it just went up a few months ago. And so I went to go check it out and it was, it was kind of neat, but you do the whole, like, you know, it kind of hits home a little bit, how much sure. of just like a speck of sand we are on a huge beach, you know, like meant the world to me. Awesome guy. We didn't have any of one of those like rough up and down relations. He was just an awesome dad. And I told him a hundred thousand times how I knew way better than him and screw off, you know, the typical relationship. and yep. um. But, you know, when you're there, you see a whole bunch of other people. They're just plaques, like three inches by two inches. Sure. Right. Tombstones. And no, 
nobody knows. Nobody knows except for like the three people that visit them until they're gone. So it was, it was interesting. Took my That's dog cool. with me. Took my dog. Yeah. And my wife, she, uh, she has banned me from talking about any future epiphanies. Apparently, I didn't do a very good job last episode of explaining her epiphany because apparently it was an epic revelation. Which one was this? The one about the cucumber slices. Oh and my God. <laughs> <laughs> so she has officially banned me from mentioning any other great ideas. I feel ideas like that's fair. I feel like that's fair. Well, she said the next one mm-hmm. that she has, the next epiphany, is the one that you said she should have had. Which was? Her leaving oh, <laughs> maybe she should, maybe she should just call me when she has an epiphany and I'll explain it better. <laughs> uh, yeah, you probably already know them all ahead of me and you're just keeping it quiet. And pretending just just that, to be kind. Pretending that I'm, I'm having like, a special oh, this relationship one. with my wife. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I've heard this a thousand times. Good. How, how about you? How was your week? My week was, let's see. It was a ton, a ton of work, which is fine. Uh, it was editing what will hopefully be episode 50, but we'll find out. Mm-hmm. what did i do i did a lot with my lawn because we had a great week this week weather wise so there wasn't any rain which was nice well it's nice when you can water your lawn from your phone when it's not raining that's pretty convenient wait you can't i thought that was just like i have something called a sprinkler <laughs> so do i they're built into the ground and they <laughs> obey the <laughs> commands of my phone <laughs> see that's not the type of sprinkler. i have to like bust through cobwebs to get to the thing on the outside of my house and does yours go turn it on and it's half leaking no it doesn't it's like oh. and when i turn on the water half of it sprang my face because yeah, yeah. it doesn't stay in a freaking hose that's anyway, awesome your week not my week go ahead uh so what did i do uh for all those awesome lawn nerds out there i i got my i think it was my second or third cut in oh no it was three i cut it three times in one day it was glorious i have the real I, mower don't okay listen First off, I'm going for a low cut and I'm using a real mower. So it's like a rotating blades with no, there's no motor or anything. Right. Right. And it's, so it's not the easiest to, it's quite often that you have to go over it a few times because you're not getting all the blades of grass. Cause there's like in your normal lawnmower, as you're going over it, there's actually suction being created underneath the lawnmower, which is pulling the grass blades up and then they're cutting them. Yeah. That's a real lawnmower. These aren't Yours isn't real. It's called a real R-E-E-L mower. Oh, of course it is. Of course it doesn't, there's no suction. So it's not like pulling up the blades of grass. So it's, you quite often go in different, different angles and work on getting it, getting it cut low, but they're really, really nice for cutting the grass low. So I got my grass down to about an inch and a quarter, which I'm kind of going for like one and a half inches is probably where I'll aim for, which is really, if it works, it's going to look spectacular. If it works, but, uh, and I had to do some patching cause there was some, there's a bunny that is like, it's, it's, it's kind of a dick. Like it, <laughs> every time I go outside at night, it's there. And I don't know how you'd be mean to a bunny. And I'm not like an animal person. Like I, I don't have a problem yelling at an animal. Yeah. This bunny just sits there staring at me. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> and it's actually it probably quite smart. likes the seed. Yeah, you're freaking right. It does leave my seeds alone. It and the thing is too, it sits across my yard and eats them and just stares at me because it knows somehow that I'm not going to walk onto that yard because there's some new seed down. Oh man, it just this little bunny. I'm telling you, it's a city bunny. It knows its way. It's no country bunny. And I was going out. 
one night at like, I don't know, 10 30, 11 to go pick my kid up from work. And I was laughing at my wife when I came back. I'm like, I can't even throw a rock at it because somebody will freak out at me. So I'm like sitting there literally stuck. Like, and I am that crazy person who's like, hey, get out of here. Yeah. I'm yelling at this buddy <laughs> who's just like, nah, let me just slowly bend down and eat another one of your seeds. I've had it out with this bunny for this week because it's being a dick. Tenacity, including bunny, is your next order? Oh, I wish. I'm pretty sure I'm not allowed to do that. So no, of course, I would never do that. <laughs> but it's happening. You're going, to, you're going to Home Depot looking for some bunny traps. They're all going to look at you like you're the devil. No, I'd say I'm going for a raccoon. Nobody cares about a raccoon. <laughs> uh, I could sweet. never touch a bunny. My Seriously, like... My family would lose their minds on me if I ever went after a bunny rabbit. Okay, so I need to tell you about the show that I started watching that I feel Uh like would be right up your alley. I have a funny feeling it's completely opposite. It's called F1 Racing Drive to Survive. You did not. You are totally joking. No. (gasps) So I am I am on the eighth episode of season two. Oh, you're almost done. (laughs) So what happened is. We finished watching our show. I don't remember what we were watching. My wife and I were watching a Netflix show. No, something else. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's so hard. When Drive to Survive is so good, you just never, you don't remember anything else. When you mentioned it like a long time ago, I saw it on Netflix. And one night we were watching TV and like flipping through to what, what we were watching. And she was like, what about that one? And I'm like, I can't. Like Tyler told me about it. So I just can't, like, I can't, I can't give in. (laughs) And I was like, plus we don't care about F1. Neither of us cares about F1. So why would, why bother? So anyway, I didn't, I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. And then, you know how with Netflix, if you leave it on something, it starts to play the trailer. Yeah. So the trailer starts playing one day and I'm like, well, what the heck? This actually looks like the version of F1 I would like to watch. It's like highlights. It's behind the scenes. That seems pretty cool. And so I started watching season one by myself. Uh, anytime I got a chance, I was watching an episode or two. Now, I'm going to tell you a couple <laughs> things. Uh-huh. That we'll get into POE pretty soon. First off, F1 Drive to Survive. Do you know what it makes me think of? It makes me think of, and I'm going to sound a little sad when I say this because I'm okay with it, but it reminds me of some of the goofball shows my wife watches, like Real Housewives of, okay. I don't know, whatever the places yeah. are, because it's very soap opera ish in the sense that there's like who doesn't like who and who likes who and oh this team wants this team and this team this team wants this guy and he's gonna go there and they're swapping partners and whatever so it (laughs) it made me think of like the reality soap opera yeah yeah exactly but they're racing cars so it's like all right i'm fine with that (laughs) (laughs) but it's actually really good like I, it took me a lot. It took me like halfway through season one to figure out who the heck people were. And this is how bad it was. As I'm watching it, I'm Googling like a particular person to find out like, who are they and what? Cause I couldn't, they keep talking about these people and saying their last names. And I'm like, what? Can't you put a picture like with their face? <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> so I know who they're talking about. Have a possible concordance that I can scroll through. Yeah. And so then as I got into, I finished season one, as I was getting into season two, my wife, she's like, you're watching that show? And I'm like, yeah, do you want to watch it? She's like, yeah, sure, I'll watch it. So we've been watching season two now together. So I'm, on, I'm stuck on season eight or episode eight. 
and I wanted to watch the last two episodes today, but she, I couldn't because she wasn't around. So I've got the last two episodes to finish. There is one guy who's going to make you pee your pants. I don't want to spoil anything, but well, there's one all. guy. He's well, I'm, gonna, I'm up to eight. No, no. Is it like in the last two? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, you haven't even seen him yet. Oh, really? Perf- oh, he's like the gem of the sport. The guy who is the principal for Ferrari totally reminds me of, I think is like Giuseppe from Cars. Like the little Italian <laughs> yep. guy that fixes cars. Like he's got the perfectly round glasses. And there's a lot of people I do not like in that sport. They are like children. Some, a, a Some lot of them. them are. A lot of them are. And then a lot of them, you're just getting that like skewed perception because they're trying to make a story out of something. But really, they're running a billion dollar company and you're getting like three sentences out of 300,000 important conversations. It's funny because as we were watching it yesterday, my wife says, she asked me a question and I was like, I, I actually don't know. I don't know the answer. Like, that's a great question. And I'm not really sure. She's like, maybe, uh, maybe you should text Tyler. Like, <laughs> do you think he would know? And I, and <laughs> like, without skipping a beat, I was like, I am not sending a text message to a friend that I know will make him hard. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> and she right. just like bursts out laughing. Oh. So I'll ask you about it in After Dark because I, I actually am curious, but I, yeah, she was like dying when I was like, no, I can't make purposely make one of my friends hard with a text message. That's right. That's right. That's awesome. You people out there, you don't know how much of a victory this is for me. This is a bigger <laughs> victory than Justin league starting, league finishing and loving SRS. That's that's what this is. This is bigger than that. This is this is awesome. It was it it's been good. It's actually been really fun to watch. So that's my They've officially my confirmed season 3. This okay, so 2020 though, was there much F1 happening through 2020 Lots. with COVID? Yeah, they almost had a full season. They just had some unique things like every country has their own restrictions. Right. So and F1's been really good at maintaining their their bubbles and very few people within the sport have ever had it. Hmm. COVID. And so what they did was instead of having, you know, the normal fluctuation, like the Canadian race was canceled for the first time since the seventies. Yeah. And like the Canadian track in, in Quebec, they literally built an island for the track. Like it's all just 100%. It's awesome. And, uh, but they canceled that. And so they did things like in Austria, for example, they did Austria two weeks in a row and you just, they were discounted as two separate races. Do so. people go to them? Or are no, they not attended? in oh, a couple weird. countries? There's a couple people allowed in the stands, but for the most part, it's fan free. So it's different. It's like that for every sport, though, for the most part. Right. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I'm excited to hear. I'm excited to hear it. I'm excited for After Dark. I want to I want to answer all your questions. Sorry, After Dark people. It's going to be a Formula <laughs> One. It's an F1 episode. Anyway, that was yeah. my week. My week was a lot of grass, uh, lots of POE, which we'll get into. And then and sadly, F1, I don't know what happened, but it got me. It got me hooked. Ah, love yeah. it, love it. Now, we are getting into POE. We've said that too much already, but did you see that Diablo released a their picture tree. of their skill tree? Now, it's pre-alpha, mm-hmm. but you can see the mentality that they're going in with. Did you, did you take a look at the picture? And I did. did read any think? articles about it? It seems very simple and basic. Like, it doesn't seem, like, it seems like a change. <laughs> they they that, put no, it on no, a tree. <laughs> it looks awesome well but it, it's ish. compared to now like all the theory crafting conversations impossible amount to count of theory crafting conversations you can have in path of exile like when diablo 3 came out i wasn't playing path of exile i was only playing 
other RPGs and some sports games. So when Diablo 3 came out, it was epic for me, right? And I was playing it. And it was one of the best or only co-op game, co-op ARPGs I could play on console with someone. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it, was, it was awesome. And then I discovered PoE. Obviously, that blew my mind to the point where Diablo is like child's play now. So now that I'm playing PoE for such a long time and Diablo is coming out, I see like the explanation of their passive tree and how it's going to work. And I'm like, that's it. Like, that's so basic. What, what you be? I didn't look into the details of it. Like I didn't read any articles about it. I just saw the picture. And unless there is some concept of like, when you click on one, it forks off and creates another little tree, then it's really, really basic. With that said, so has every other Diablo game always there's it's never had a detailed leveling tree it's never had any sort of like intricate system to that so I I assume a lot of people are probably not overly impressed with it I feel like if you're into Path of Exile there's certainly no way you're like wow look what, look <laughs> what they did amazing <laughs> but I also think if you're into Diablo and that's like your thing it's probably cool I hope it's cool for them like I would expect when when did Diablo come out? That was a long time ago. I would expect there to be more complexity within the game. You know what I mean? I don't know if one of Diablo's strengths is its simplicity. Sure, maybe a UI simplicity, but not necessarily theory crafting simplicity. I don't think that's a long term stability. Yeah, I don't know though. There's never been anything intricate to any of the Diablo games. No. If you're looking at like their Diablo three I mean, their tree is the skill system, right? Like it's all, yeah, it's all the same thing. I mean, they always have been though. So I'm not, I'm not really sure. Diablo 2 was a lot more complicated. Apparently I never played it, but apparently everybody that loved Diablo 2 and didn't like Diablo 3 were looking for something that was more complex than that. And people call POE Diablo 2's true successor. Oh yeah. But when it comes to that, the tree, it wasn't even close. Diablo 2 was not even close. It was like a... I don't even know how to describe it, but it it was like take the tree that they designed for Diablo four, squish them all together and then run them horizontally that it, it it's just never been their thing to be a, you know, really intricate thing. So uh, it, it looks it's fancy. They put it on an actual tree. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah. But I if anybody was looking for D4 to have like some. Maybe they needed to, but I, I don't know. I, I'm not, to be honest, I don't know enough about Diablo and where they're at as a franchise right now. But if they were expecting anything to be groundbreaking, I'm not sure I would have expected that. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. When you release games once every 10 years, I think, I think you need it to be pretty wow every time. Yeah. And maybe there will be other parts of it that are right. So, but they put it on a tree. Come on. What more could a Diablo fan want? It's a skill tree on a tree. That's right. I'm going to I'm going to make people bothered, but that seems like they made it simple for simple folk, you know? <laughs> <laughs> now, last uh, bit of non-POV news, but just because it's a personal favorite of both of ours. Remember King remember when we used to play Kingdoms of Amalur together? I replayed it on PC when it came out on Steam. I love that game. It's so good. Now, I mean, it wasn't co-op for those listening. It was just single player. But Justin and I, back in the day when we couldn't find any decent co-op games, we would just play hour on. We'd hang out for a whole night and play hour on, hour off. Drove each of us nuts because we play our characters awesome. very different. And so we weren't allowed to tell each other how we were going to level. 
So Justin's like leveling, you know, with a big two-handed sword. And I'm like all pissed because I wanted to get into casting and stuff. And so our characters would always be like idiots. And we'd obviously make quest decisions and complete opposite personalities. Anyway, we both loved the game a ton. It was huge when it came out. And I I personally love the game because I'm a baseball freak and a Hall of Fame baseball pitcher created the company to make it before EA bought it out. And it was going under when EA bought it out, so they got a good deal. But they didn't just remake the game. You know there's an expansion coming out for it next year? Like they basically reinvigorated the game? Yeah, yeah, in 2021. They're coming out with an expansion for the remade version. So lucky you. That is cool. I found out a lot then in this last two weeks with regards to games because the fact that Demon Souls is being remade, I did not know that. I am wickedly excited. And I will be buying a PS5 now. That's all I needed. <laughs> wow. Yeah, 100%. Oh, just wait, man. If they do redo Shadow of the Colossus. I, uh, Demon Souls has sold it for me. I watched the trailer and I was like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to buy any of them. System. Yeah. So anyway, let's get into POE. How was your week? How was your Path of Exile week? Was good. I finished my guides. All three. The idiocy within me that like you know what i'm gonna redo all three of my guides from scratch which wasn't wise i'm glad i did it but it's still extremely time consuming finished it and they're all done so now it's just replies which i feel like i'm on vacation now so fan freaking tastic but i didn't actually play a lot on pc um now i mean all the guide writing i did i did during like the normal time where i normally wouldn't be playing anyway so it didn't cut into my my pc time but I wasn't excited to play this week because there was so many bug change or uh, so many patches, so many fixes, and then two or three like big announcements about what they're working on in the future and what's going to change. And the game's done so many 180s that I'm just like, you know what? I'm call me when you're finished, and then I'll I'll keep playing it. I actually want to. I mean, maybe we'll talk about that stuff later. We will. But I'm actually curious because I saw you make a comment in Discord and I was like, well, I'm not going to I'm not going to have mom and dad fighting in front of everybody with a response to your message. But you made a comment about this, this league, I'm assuming is what you were referencing, but you used the word bug riddled. Do you think this league has been bug riddled? Yes, I don't. But the patch, the, look at the amount of hotfixes, look at the amount of crashes, look at the, and it's not just PC. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't care about anything but PC, but. PlayStation's been unplayable. Xbox has been crazy. It's been a extremely, and not just bugs. Like we always know that there's going to be bugs, right? Sure. It's a huge game, but the severity of the bugs is astronomical compared to other leagues. I don't, I, maybe, maybe it's because I haven't been affected by them. The fact that, and this has been every league. Uh, when we see that there's a lot of bug fixes, I would say if you went back to almost every single episode we've ever done, we'll both go like, yeah, it's awesome. They're doing them. They don't affect us, but they're doing them. And that's how this one has actually, besides like, uh, I'm trying to think if they're there, there's certainly some things that happen. And it was, this week was actually quite funny because people were, it seems like people are very opinionated on this one with regards to how the league's playing. So there were, (laughs) there were people that were not attacking, but being very like, oh, how dare you say that? Oh, how dare you say it's working fine for you? And then other people who were like, how dare you say it's broken and not working fine? And I was like, well, I feel like we talked about this in the last episode, but it's different for everybody. It was like, it is, you know, like Legion, we talked about that. 
I don't look at heist and see it bug riddled because I'm not affected by them. The fact that there's a bunch of fixes is great, but I don't see they're not affecting me as a bug in a way that makes me not play the game. No, but I've been ignoring the league. All really? I've been doing is maps because it keeps changing. Well, are you picking up road markers? Over and over and over. Yep. And then it's and then I just stash them and that's yeah. it. And but I'm not playing the league and I'm not having any issues with the game. But I'm looking at all their announcements that they're making. Right. And they're having a lot of explanations. It's not just, hey, here's what's coming out in the next patch. They're having announcements explaining all these changes. And there are a ton of very severe ones. A lot of bugs that are it's not just like this one skill has this quirky issue, and then there are a couple instance crashes. There are a ton of crashes, and there's a lot of stability. And even just like the basic stuff, we will get into it in a sec, but like just how the whole harbor would function and the inability of that, and not even being able to properly in- enter and exit these grand heists. Like those are those are things that, yes, it's good they're getting fixed, but there are a whole bunch of things. Even understanding how PoE works, from my mind, that this stuff shouldn't have passed beta. Like, this is stuff that you, has to get fixed at launch, but they keep their schedule, right? So anyway, it's, to me, yeah, it's bug riddled. To me, it's okay. totally bug riddled. To me, it's not bug riddled. And I was just curious, because we'll talk about them anyway in this week in PoE, but I, uh, I didn't see it the same way. And then when you said it, I was like, how dare you, sir? <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't write. But I also this week did play some PoE during the day, which is the first time I may have ever done that because my kids are in school now, both of them full time, and I finished my guides. And so my my wife and I, we um, even when we were dating, we would do this even with Fallout 3 and stuff on the console. But now we're a one PC family. And so we do hour on hour off. So on the weekdays that she's oh, she took my spot. (laughs) so she's doing an hour of sims and then you know i hear the google timer go off and so then i come downstairs and i do an hour of poe then she does an hour of sims and so got some pc and during the day i'm like level 200 now it's awesome wow i watched you stream for a little bit and and then one time i turned it on today and i was like xbox now (laughs) oh yeah i was broadcasting ian and i playing dark souls no you were playing poe oh yeah nice yeah the hud made me want to puke a little bit Mm. Mm-hmm. okay so my poe week was fantastic i had a great time so i'm playing glacial cascade totems i <laughs> i don't remember at what point i decided but i was like N-. somebody said to me i think somebody said to me in game or on discord i can't remember but somebody was like sorry glacial cascade just didn't work and i was like how dare you like <laughs> i was like i can't First off, I didn't I didn't make up Glacial Cascade. It's just a skill in the game that I was playing. But uh, somebody said that it wasn't working. So I'm like, well, how could I make it work? So I have sunk <laughs> a lot of currency into I'm just I'm going to throw currency at it until I can get it to work. It's actually been a lot of fun. I'm 90, maybe almost 92. And I've I've fought Cyrus and I ha- so I will say I have actually left heist alone. And that's not because of any bugs. That's just because I like some of the upcoming changes. So I'm just stocking up markers and stocking up uh, blueprints and contracts. Glacial Cascade Totem with the gear that I've got has been amazingly well to, to map. I've had no problem with red maps. I'm up to tier 16s. Like my Atlas is filling out. I've done the Conquerors. I hate 
the Cyrus fight. We've had this conversation before. It a is. Few times. I like. I'm gonna say that it. It also. So one of the issues with Glacial Cascade is, uh, I, I guess it's the same whether you're doing mines or totems. Really, is that to get the damage at a Glacial Cascade, you need to position the boss in the furthest reach of the cascade, right? So cascade it actually goes out and then it goes out one more time. Like there's like a the last half of it. That's where the damage is. So if it's close to your totem, they're not taking almost any damage. But if you can position the totem far enough that they're being hit by that second half of the cascade, that's where the big, big damage is coming from. So for some bosses, that's not a problem. For Cyrus, though, I, I, I died. I killed him on my last portal. And I was and only because of calling strike on my lightning golem. Okay. And I was very angry. I was really angry because I think I lost four of the portals to off screen. I, I was like trying to get back to him. Yeah. And it's always in his last phase. Like I don't have any problem with all of his first few phases, but when he starts doing the rotating four beams. Yeah. It's always at that point that I lose him. I can't find where he is. I'm trying to find exactly where he's moved to. And then I hear, what is the line that he says? I can't remember what he says, but all of a sudden that laser's like, and I'm dead. Mm. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that's awesome. I didn't know where it was coming from, but okay, I'll, I'll run back. And then first off, the run back will always make me mad anyway, because I'm trying to figure out where these dumb circles are moving to. Yeah. Like, where is my path that I'm allowed to get through to him? I'm so glad we were not discord, but like, Three times in a row, I'm, I find my way through, I'm moving towards him, try to put down a couple totems and dash towards him. And then it's like, dead. I was like, Ugh. like, by the time I got to the, the last portal, I was, I was cursing quite a lot. It's not a fun <laughs> fight. And no. And then when you're, it's, it's me, for me, it's made even harder when I have to try and position a boss like try and position where my totems are to get the damage out, but I don't even know where he is. So yeah. I can't position the totems. Not only that, but I'm, I am like a chicken with his head cut off in that fight. It's just not every other fight in the game, boss or not. I know what, what I'm doing. I know what the boss's moves are yeah. and I know Cyrus's moves, but they're just dumb. Like they're not, I don't find them fun. And so here's the thing. When you go back, like, you know, the game well, Right. You go into the fight, you you know the moves. When you go in, what could you do to improve? Nothing. It's chance. Like there's not when you're doing the Hydra and you're dying, you're like, oh, okay, that's what comes next. Or that's the skill that killed me. I have to go behind here or move to the side, watch out for the things. You know, there's stuff you watch out for. Here, I mean, you might know what's happening, but what do you what do you change? Nothing. You you can't change anything. You just have to hope you're not hit. Like you're just running in a blind direction. It's dumb. Yeah, it was, it was really frustrating because I had gone all, and the thing that was driving me crazy is that every conqueror, every boss fight, everything I was doing, uh, I'd done most of the elder fights so far. Like it just wasn't hard. I, the damage was good as long as I could position the totems fine. I actually did not think that I would have such a struggle with Cyrus. And the thing that really pissed me off is that whatever it is, the first two or three phases, they went fine. I knew, I know I was able to dodge what I needed to dodge and make sure I wasn't getting hit. But as soon as I got to that last phase, it was just like a brand new fight. It was like something that I just, I was just hoping if I throw down a couple totems 
please don't kill me off screen because I don't even know where you are. Right. My yeah, my week was great in the sense that I I had a lot of fun playing this week. Good. Got like a lot of the Atlas done and I I did get Cyrus done. I'm just doing it for the challenges at this point. That's the only reason the I killed yet? him. No, I have the helmets. Nice. That's awesome that it's a pack. That's so cool that it's like a bunch of helmets, not just one. They so do look cool. pretty cool. One of them looks very weird on a Templar. I mean, a lot of things look weird on a Templar, but this one very much accentuates his messed up neck. But yeah, it was good. I like your, um, when somebody's saying, you know, their opinion on Glacial Cascade and it doesn't work. I like your, your charge to, to make it efficient and do it well. I like that. I've had a lot of, um, because all of my guides are fresh, I haven't made any guide videos for them yet. I want to get the guides out first. And so people don't have a literal example or proof that these guides are legit you just have to trust the guide writer which some people do some people don't and so i've had a lot of people as they're taking this build like you, you can watch lots of like eog videos for example he has a really good mentality for this game that's his that's his name right I'm, I'm, yep he pronounces it but i always forget how he says it eog and there's just cer- certain points of builds where maybe they'll slow down because the gems have to go from level 17 to 18 or you know, you really need that fourth ascendancy to pick up. And so some people like they don't like that grind in yellow maps. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so there were some people, you know, with a couple of my guides that were just saying things like, oh, I don't see how this can survive in red maps. I'm out. I'll see you later. And yeah, I mean, you get that all (laughs) the time as a guide, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or like you're not fully ascended. You have 2,500 life instead of 5,500 life, you know, like the basics, but they they don't see the progress they don't like where they're at so they, they don't see the progress and so they're out and then i'll then there'll be other people that just follow oh well i haven't seen you know these people said it's not going to work in red maps so i'll maybe i'll try it next week but nothing i can say to that like i have no proof for them because i didn't make any videos for them not yet anyway but the the guides are totally legit and i have the gameplay there and they're they're rock solid right and then i mean not three days later after those people quit, there's a whole bunch of people saying, oh my goodness, I'm just smothering T16s. I'm absolutely loving the guy. Thank you so much. And, you know, so the only reason I bring that up is, you know, kind of to what you were doing with Glacial Cascade. You don't have to, like, there's going to be people out there that sound like they know what they're talking about, but not everybody knows what they're talking about. Most people don't know everything. They just know some stuff. And no matter who's talking to you, whether you're, on a guide thread or on discord or on reddit no matter where it is just remember that you still got to try it out you still like i'm not saying it from my guide perspective but it's just one person talking there's not one person in this game that knows the game that well unless you're like you're talking to to mathel or octavian or brittle or tarky or someone right but but even they don't know everything about it so just take it in stride always take it as somebody's opinion not like they're the bible of poe so good for you, Justin. Killing Cyrus, only taking five portals. Word. I'm not sure I would necessarily recommend what I did. I we had <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed or not, but there's the ability for people to comment on our website now if they're listening from like Chrome or Firefox or whatever, like if you're on our actual okay. website. All right. So I get notifications if somebody leaves an email or a comment or something and somebody said Somebody made a comment that they were upset with me because I said that I had the at series reflection and that it wasn't, you know, they were referring to my comment about soul mantle, not being 
the end of the world. It sucked while you were waiting okay. for them to patch it, but that 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 the shield shouldn't be required, and that's why it's broken and blah blah blah. And I was like, well, I never actually said anything about it doesn't work or that you have to have the reflection. My comment was that I had the currency to get it. I purposefully saved up for it. It was mostly to save my wrists. You could play without it. You just have to have flasks running. And that we knew they were going to patch Soul Mantle. So I don't know, like, it, don't play it if you don't like it. It's just bizarre to me. Like some skills just suck or that you're not, they're not the way you want to play. So pick one of the billion other ones, especially now with the alternate ones. Good Lord. There's so many different things you can pick now. So uh, it, you remember when I tried to force uh, Frenzy, just the skill Frenzy to work? Yes. Just on its own. One I do. Projectile. Uh-huh. It was awesome, wasn't it? No, it wasn't great. I don't think I passed Act 2. But you tried it. Yeah. That was before I understood anything. Yeah, that was early on. I thought it was like Torchlight when I was playing <laughs> that first go around. And I just wanted a, a bow character that shot really fast. And I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing. The game is awesome. The game is huge. So if if you don't like it, go play something else. Pick a new thing. Yeah. You know how it's basically a guarantee that GGG's coming out with a pirate minion skill gem. I've referenced it so often that it's bound to happen. There's there's like a guarantee almost. Okay. Right? Okay. I mentioned this in After Dark, but it tickled me so much I have to say it for everyone else. What if they made the this pirate minion gem a white gem? You remember this conversation? Uh-huh. How awesome would that be? And then depending on which color socket you put it in, determine, oh, you wiped that smirk off your face. This is fantastic. If like, so let's say I put this pirate, white pirate gem in a green socket, then they're like more agile and fast attacking with scimitars and stuff, those types of pirates. But if I put it in a red one, they're more like beefy and tanky pirates. And if I put it in a blue one, they were more like mystical and magey. You, do you still like the idea? You said, didn't you say those exact same words? I don't remember exactly. Because then I but asked you, sounds... what happens if you put it in a white socket? And you were oh, like, that ah! Does sound, that does sound familiar. <laughs> yeah, we had this And I don't know, they come up with something epic. Maybe a dragon comes and kills you. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? It would be. We had this conversation, this exact conversation. Ah, sorry for people that have heard this exact same conversation. I don't remember the exact You're same conversation. You're just so excited. You're just so excited about it. Oh, what a great idea. To, I mean, I know it's my idea, but a white skill gem that changes its functionality based on the color of socket it's put into. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's a cool idea. I, I want to get into this week in POE, but I want to really quickly just mention, because I think for two or three episodes now, I've been talking about the whole soul mantle uh, changes that was coming from them. For everybody who was confused like I was, and when Tyler and I were talking, we couldn't figure out why people were excited about them changing. So the way that Soul Mantle works is anytime your totem dies or you replace it, uh, you're randomly cursed. And so, I mean, hexed, I guess now it's not really cursed. But anyway, what they did, though, was they added uh, that you were cursed with 80% increased effect of the curse. That was the change that came with 312. People freaked out. Because a lot of times when you're playing with Soul Mantle, your goal with items in the tree is to get yourself to 100% reduced effective curses so that you can be cursed with the Soul Mantle chess piece and the curses don't affect you. And then you can also use a uh, jewel. Uh, I think it's called self 
self-conflagration or something to that effect. Conflagulation, yep. And it increases your damage based on how many curses you have on you. So the goal was always get to 100% reduced effective curses. And then Soul Mantle's negative effect is negated. And it takes like, at the very least, two ring slots plus three points on the tree. Or you have to go like with a single ring slot and then you're doing flask based stuff. So, you know, you can get up to 80% flask when your flask is active, reduced effective curses, curses, reflect 80% reduced effective curses. So this 80%, this 80% increase made it impossible. You could not get 180% reduced effective curses. So people were upset. And then GGG said, we're actually going to change it to 80% more effective curses. And that's coming out, which it is all out now. And that's all working fine. But when I read that, I was like, wait a minute. Uh, my math, <laughs> my Sounds math worse. has always been right. More when it comes to damage is what you want over increased. I could not figure it out. We talked about it for a couple episodes and somebody explained to me on YouTube, which uh, thank you to uh, that guy that uh, wrote me <laughs> the message. You're out of it today. That's, I think that's his name. That guy? Okay. Yeah, I think that's a YouTube name. Sweet. You're lucky. Yeah, something to that effect. But uh, he pointed out and it totally makes sense once he broke it down to me that more is calculated after increases and, and decreases. So... If you had, let's say there was 80% more, if I can get my 100% reduced effective curses down to zero, right? Because 100% effective curses gets it to zero, then that 80% more is calculated on the zero because the increases and reductions are done first, then the more is calculated. Zero times 80% ends up being, has no effect on it. So that is why more (laughs) is better. That's like a conversation I would have to everyone else. You finally had one where you can put crickets at the end. No, that's it. Uh, people were asking me too. We weren't the only ones that were confused by it. So thank you to the people who set us straight on this I one. I like that you spelt soul mantle, soil mantle in our notes. Just have to give you a heads up that you put that in there. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, man. Yeah, I, uh, I wasn't going to point it out. But now that you bring it up, you were the one that misspelt it. All right, let's get into this week in PoE because there's, I mean, let's talk about just the the normal stuff. They got new MTX. Yeah. Did you see any of them? Yeah. Firestorm, Blade Vortex, Ball Lightning, and Discharge all got some, which are pretty cool. They all actually look kind of cool. They looked all right. A Celestial one came out, which of course I always make fun of, but there have been so many MTX releases this league and so few of them have been Celestial. It's kind of boring, right? And it was Celestial Discharge, which it actually looks really cool because it still has the fire or lightning or cold theme to it, but also Celestial. And it, it looks really cool. Did you see the Stygian Firestorm? Yeah. Oh, man, that sweet Stygian skull that comes up. Oh, I want that. I'm not playing any of the stuff they came out with, so I don't. For like okay. a, future, okay. a future builder league, then I might be excited about them. Yeah. Uh, ball lightning i've got it in uh celestial how could i ever do anything different of course of course they also came out with another um kind of explanation or story about um when new zealand went back into another lockdown for covid and so it kind of explains a little bit of a lot of the restrictions that they had and the difficulties in trying to overcome the newest lockdown with the release dates and and time crunch so i think a lot of that was focused around uh the 
uh, recording, like the audio recording, which was really cool, especially for all the voice recording and stuff that was done, which I mean, I can't think of a league release that's ever had the amount of voice recording they would have had to do than for heist. And it's amazing. Like it, I get that some people are probably holding off on heist. I'm the same, but good Lord, man. Vindari is one of my favorite people to do heists with. And Faustus, the guy who you sell to when he says toodles. Oh my God. (laughs) He's like, he's like my favorite person in the, in the, in the Rogue encampment. Plus now it's just me and him in there. So it's awesome. Just hanging out. Yeah. We're just chilling in our harbor. Just having a chat. And speaking about the amount of them, though, the concept art that they released for the league this time around. Oh, it was so huge cool. Because, yeah, there were so many new NPCs, right? All the rogues that they had all the art for. Normally, it's, you know, one or two new NPCs, normally one. And then some of the monsters that they would have created. But, yeah, it was pretty neat, especially when you're already like, I'm really into those. Like you said, the characters, they're, they're really funny. I like what they a lot of them have to say. Even the serious ones are pretty cool. So that was a pretty neat, uh, pretty neat announcement to read as well. Now, any there, there were I referenced it a lot. I don't want to harp too much on it. The bugs were there any that uh, any fixes or potential fixes stand out to you? So, we released episode forty eight on Sunday, and I feel like they made a post Monday or Tuesday talking about the fact that they were going to be adding XP, increasing XP, and I got a lot of messages from people that were like, "Ha ha." because <laughs> i had <laughs> i had said in episode 48 and now i'm not going to change my opinion but what happened was ggg i feel like heist has been a lot of oh, how do i word this i feel like it's been a lot of knee-jerk reaction it's been a lot of like the community has screamed and yelled and ggg has gone okay how do we fix this and then they fix it and the community scream and yelled and they've gone how do we fix this and so What happened during episode 48 was we were talking about the fact that a lot of the changes they were making, not that they were necessarily knee jerk, all of them, but they were, people didn't like how things were. So they changed it. They, okay. So we don't have enemies increasing the alert level, which was a lot of people screaming and yelling about it. Fine. They've changed the loots from the small chest and the big chest. A lot of people yelling about it. And I made the comment that now I'm seeing people scream and yell about there not being enough XP from heists. And I was like, God, I think I said something to the effect of like, they better not now go and adjust the XP. And sure enough, they said that they did. Now, I don't know the details because they came out with. So at the time of us recording this, we have the 3.12.3 patch notes review. Right. Coming out. Probably the day after this podcast gets released, which would be three or four days. And after they've changed everything, I'm sure. We know what their plan is. It's just the preview. We don't know exactly what will be in the 312.3 exact patch notes, but they are going to be increasing the amount of experience for monsters and heists. Now, I noticed in the preview, it's very generic. It just says significantly increase the amount of experience that heist monsters grant when killed. That's a slight difference than the wording that they used when they first talked about that they were going to be increasing the XP. And I actually preferred the wording in the very first thing they said, which was that the plan was to increase the XP of the enemies after lockdown. And when I read that, I was like, okay, I actually don't mind that. Because if that, that means then, like, first off, I just want to make it clear. I don't actually care if they increase XP. I'm fine with that. Why would I ever not want to get XP? I was just more irritated about the fact that they're 
Bending they're just doing, yeah, they're just doing everything knee. based on what other people are crying about. Yeah. But in my head, I was like, well, if the increased XP amount is for enemies after the lockdown, I actually like that because that's on my way out. It kind of, I like the idea of them making it so it's not about just leap slamming or dashing and phasing and sprinting out to get out as fast as you can. But if you want that increased XP, you got to kill your way out. I was like, okay, I actually don't mind that. Now, in the preview that they put up, it does not say that anymore. It just says significantly increase the experience for heist monsters. So I have been holding on to my heist stuff, my contracts, my blueprints. And that's definitely one of the reasons. Like, why would you not? Everybody loves XP. If I can level up, I mean, yeah, if you can get XP, why would you not? Yeah. I just, it was, it was really funny because I was getting a lot of messages this week about people kind of joking about the fact that I had made the comment and then all of a sudden they, they did it. And right, I do right. want people to understand I have no problem. Like really, <laughs> I just wish it was their decision. Do you know what I mean? Like it would have been so much different to me if I had read that in the preview and not seeing people crying and whining about it. Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense, but it just felt yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It's felt like heist so far has just been a whole lot of, I would call them knee jerk where yeah, yeah. people cry, we got to answer them. And I, I totally understand from triple G, uh, from their point of view. Uh, but I just, I, I'm not sure I totally agree with it. So that, that's one thing that I am excited about that they're doing. Maybe just not the reason that they're doing it. You know what they should have done? This is an ARPG and at no point does anybody want to earn zero xp for anything the, the league shouldn't have been released with endless waves that give zero xp now if you don't want people to like it just shouldn't have endless waves give people the normal xp that whatever those monsters those enemies would have given give you but don't have it endless like what building has endless supplies of minions maybe the foot soldiers from ninja turtles that's it i can't think of anything else like if you kill them all you kill them all on your way out, right? Make it tough, make it hard, make it blight hard without towers. I don't know, but you know, ec- to have zero XP at the beginning, that's weird to me. I'm glad it's there, but I'm, I'm with you. It's stick to your guns, like at least pick something. Yeah. So I, I'm excited to see it. I'm really excited for this patch. 312.3 is, I think, my most anticipated and like looking forward to patch just because. I'm excited that they're buffing drops. They're changing the quality of some of the drops. They're giving you XP. They're making it significantly cheaper to actually do your high level grand heists. Because I, I, I don't know if you haven't done a whole lot of the the heist stuff. Blueprints like the high level blueprints are extremely expensive uh, on markers. I mean, I know for some people that losing out on the heist has been super frustrating. I didn't have that issue because I just always made sure to group up before I needed to pop out of the heist so that somebody could hold that uh, instance of Rogue Harbor open for me. But I am I am looking forward to that. I like that in in conjunction to some of this stuff, though, they've also nerfed the rogues and some of their buffs so that it's a little harder for you to, you know, I... I, well, this was another be thing efficient that, yeah and and make a choice yeah and i and again people got mad at me about this one too and i had some messages from people i do not agree that you should be able to go into every single heist and loot every single box 
I just don't. And people, I, I don't care. Like for, it's, the benefit for me is I don't care if people don't like me and have a problem with me, but the, you shouldn't be, you have to, it's, that's part of the game is making the choice. Are you going to go for that big box? Are you going to go for the little ones? Like what's, what's the yeah. decision you're going to make? And somebody said, well, I'm not playing a game to not be able to kill every mob and loot every chest. Oh, okay. So don't first off, heist. yeah, my, you know what my question is though, to some goober who says that, did you run through estuary and open every chest? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> or the spider levels with those bone chests. Right. Why is it bugging you all of a sudden? And I like the fact that they're making me choose that they're saying like, okay, there's a, there's a dude on uh, YouTube. Grimro, he's like a he's a YouTuber. I don't I don't know if he Twitch streams or whatever, but he has got some incredible videos about heist. He's like a spreadsheet genius, and you would love this. All he has a spreadsheet right. built up for all of the rogue leaders and the you know their stats and their different things and what happens when you level them up. I like the fact that there's a there's a a strategy to it. I don't want to just walk into every single one. Of course I do. Of course I would love to get every single piece of loot, but I just I don't actually want that to be a thing. So I'm saying it now for the love of God, please, GGG, do not make it so that it's so dumbed down that I can walk into every single heist and get everything. Keep it a heist. Don't make it a map. Uh, the grand heist, I love that they have not backed down from it. Thankfully, I haven't seen a whole lot of crying about it, but I love that whether you go in there with one people or six people, you get one item at the end. When you get to the end of it, you have to pick one box. I love that. Now, granted, most of the boxes I've gotten to are like, eh, they're, they're not the greatest, but I, I like that. I love that there's a choice. Yeah. And people forget that it's a long-term game, even if it's a league, it's always long-term. And the whole point of heist to me is long. It's a long game. We've talked about yep. this in other episodes as well. It's not a breach. It's not a just, hey, click this and get all the loot. They are already making it more like that, where they're trying as much as they can to say, like, here's, all, you know, a lot of the stuff you've been crying about. But I love that they're making it so I have to choose when I go into a heist. And the fact that they're, like I said, the fact that they're, while they're going this route of saying, okay, you're going to get XP. We're increasing the drops. We're adjusting this and that. They're also going, uh, we're also going to be nerfing the numbers of what some of these rogues are giving you as a bonus. And I am all for that. I really, really like going into a heist. I hit tab to bring up the full map and I'm like actually thinking through. Right. Me too. Right. Which ones yep. am I going to hit? Like, is it worthwhile? And then I'll quite often go to them and see like how far up is that actually going to increase my bar and trying to figure out like, yeah, I like that. Oh, it's awesome. And, and you get so excited when the big chests that aren't the main one, but the big ones are close to your starting point, because then you get them both and you're like, OK, this is what I have to work with for the rest of the map. And and they're making the map sizes a little bit more of a legitimate size. Oh, it's so once good you get to end game. So now they're not going to be astronomical. And now that things like no matter your opinion about how many things have changed or not, eventually this is going to be one thing without many changes, whether that's, you know, at the one month mark or whatever it's going to be. And at that point, it's going to be such a fun experience. I'm really excited. Like I said, this 312.3 has been the one that I've been looking forward to. The The patch just before this earlier this week uh, was also really good. And that one, they made Rogue Harbor a private instance, which I feel like I remember talking about that in our first episode was that 
I don't want to see an explosion of MTX and the fact that that, I mean, can you imagine had they just done that from the get-go, you would not have had an issue of people not being able to get into the stash. Like a lot of stuff right off the bat would have been, you know, kind of handled with, with had it, had it been a private area right off the bat. But I really like now that it's, it's my own area. It just, to me, it makes more sense to the story anyway. Like, why am I yeah, sharing this area with a bunch of other people? It just doesn't make oh, sense. A lot of people know about this contract. What makes it so special? Yeah. And how come you're only that level for me and you're leveled up with somebody else? I, I just, I like the fact that they've made it private. So that, that was a really good patch that they came out with. And this one I think is going to be even better because making the high level blueprints cheaper to run, I think they're increasing the markers that you can get. Making the levels smaller is a really, really big deal because you can get some maps that are just like, oh my God, are you serious? And then the idea of having to get out with that many, it's like, I'm, I'm quite excited about this patch. The XP thing, like I said, I am not against it. I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> I just, I wish it was, I would have been a whole lot happier if it was like, hey guys, we've just noticed that your XP is lower. We want more people to do the heist, so we're going to buff the XP. That's how I'm going to go from it. And I told you, sure. I think last episode, I'm not checking Reddit anymore. Yep. I, no, yeah. I just can't. I go on and I check our posts. It's been build help for me ever since. I'm, we're ignoring it from now on, people. Yeah, I, I like Twitter. And I like our Reddit and I actually like our YouTube. And then I love our discord. Those are like, those are my safe spaces. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have to agree with us on those platforms. Be as opinionated as, as you like. Make fun of Justin as much as you can as well. Oh, there's more stuff coming, but you tell me what else. Well, I feel bad for GGG. Like the, the Rogue Harbor, even though I, I agree, like it's something that I should be going to alone because these are heists. These aren't like public events that a thousand people, it's not a heist party. You know what I mean? But it kind of sucks. Like it's a great place that people don't hang out in the two different versions of the epilogue in the game. You know what I mean? Like you're in there and then you're gone back to your hideout. And so in terms of MTX showcasing that free marketing GGG gets with other people's MTX, mm -hmm. the, the Rogue Harbor, when you have like a league hub, that's such a great place to do it because it's getting so much traffic. Sure. So, I mean, this it's, it's an awesome place to start. Of course, story-wise, it doesn't make sense. At the end of the day, that's not really a big deal, but it's too bad that it was so unstable and crowded because it's a cool idea. Like if maybe the next league that has its own kind of hub, like a Harbor as well, but it's a lot more spaced out and, you know, the lessons learned from this get carried over into the next one. It'd be a really cool place to see that stuff. Like I love seeing other people's things. I agree with you. And, but I'm going to, my counter argument to that is first off, everybody hates that you don't load into your hideout. When you load the game out. Oh, in, totally. You can't totally, load into yeah. your hideout. Uh, so, and a lot of people don't like it because of that. Like if you're not, I mean, we're at least running relatively good computers, but if you're running something that struggles with path of exile, your load into one of those zones is just like, oh dear God, <laughs> like what, yeah. what is happening? So that, that's a problem for one with a group area, but two, I, I imagine your answer is going to be really easy and you're just going to say no. Have you ever looked at something though and been like, oh, that's what, that's what sold me on that MTX? Yes. In, in one of those public spots? Yes. Really? I see sometimes what, what those, like so many pets I never actually see. And to me, what a pet does literally in game is awesome. And a, a lot of the times MTX, when you're seeing the colors, like I was trying to match my ice armor, I think that's what it's called. 
but it doesn't have a full set in the game. And I'm trying to match a shield with it. I'm trying to match a weapon thing. And I'm looking around and I see other people with these. I'm like, oh, wow, that that blue actually works really well with this gray or this white. And that's really cool. And I see like there's some really cool stuff. When I see people with your, what are the horse things you got? The Pegasus? Those, like, yeah, the like Pegasus unicorn. Um, every time, every single time someone has one in Oriath, I'm like, you bastards. Hmm. Oh, I'll pump that. But then there's some where I'm like, oh man, I'm so glad I didn't buy that. <laughs> like every time someone's apparition goes yeah, up, I think it's an awesome addition, but I can't handle it. It makes me nauseous. It makes me nauseous. So like I'm at my storage box and all of a sudden I see like this like big snake go up <laughs> and I'm like, Wah! and then I like take two seconds to recuperate. But oh, I, I actually thought you'd be the opposite. I actually thought you would be like, no, because they make videos for their MTX. That's what I usually use to go and I literally, so I use Awaken PoE trade uh, macro thing or whatever it is to help figure out pricing. And my favorite thing about it isn't even the fact that it helps me determine some prices. It's that I can hit F5 and that takes me straight to my hideout. I literally load into the game and I hit F5. I don't even see anything else. You should see how long it takes. Now, it's actually improved a lot. They haven't mentioned it in their patch notes. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) I know where this is going. But the speed has improved on my original Xbox One. The amount of time it takes for me to load into the game into Oriath is a long time. Now, it doesn't actually, it doesn't take that long every time, but that first load into Oriath, I'm like, oh man, now I got to get into my hideout. And it, depending on how much stuff you have in your hideout to, determines how long you're, uh, like it's, it's a love-hate relationship. You want to make your hideout nice, but you want to get there quick and you can't have both on consoles. So Especially not on PlayStation this league. Goodness me, poor PlayStation people can't even play, poor guys. But just wait till PlayStation 5 because then you can play Demon Souls and then who cares? <laughs> no way. You play Path of Exile until you need a break and then you play Demon Souls. No. And you come back to PoE. You got to get that Demon straight. Souls in there. It looks amazing. And Shadow of the Colossus. It is amazing. It is amazing. Okay. I'm, I'm curious if you noticed this and I feel like this was a 312 thing they snuck in and thankfully they're fixing it. And, and I, while I was leveling, while I was playing uh, when, when Heist first came out, did you notice that the Fairgraves encounter was like ultra long to actually be allowed to fight him? So, you know, you take the all flame back to Fairgraves and then you got to kill yeah. him. Yeah. And like that water area. Yeah. You take him to the boat. This, this league, I was sitting there and I'm, I looked at my, my son. And I'm like, did they change this? Like, why am I waiting here for so long? And he's like, no, it's always been long. I'm like, I don't think it's been this long. And, th- and, and then I was scrolling through the 312.3 and at the bottom, it's like, the Captain Fairgraves encounter in the ship graveyard now begins slightly sooner. Don't use the word slightly. It should, it should be way sooner. <laughs> it used to be instant. Notice, but I, I, play, I play the sit and stare game. I zone out all the time. Thank goodness for zombies. One bug, even though I'm glad it's a fix, it just infuriates me. Not the bug angry. itself. No, I am. I'm always angry. So they fixed a bug where Animate Guardian didn't lose their items when they died. So you got to keep your items. Now, obviously, I'm glad that's fixed because Animate Guardian needs to have its pros and cons. But here's the problem. To me, Animate Guardian needs a HUD. Animate Guardian needs better descriptions. Like, it doesn't even say that you lose your items in the skill gem, as we've discussed. That gem needs attention. And so when they fix a bug about it, I feel like you should have fixed a little bit more. Like... Yeah, I know that's the intent. Like now it's working properly, but come on now. Come on. Every time they touch a bug that needs a lot of help and they don't give it all that help, it's just a little help. I'm like, oh, I get that little. Yeah. 
I actually like that bug and I, I don't play with anime guardian, but I do know that it's not well described in game. And we've talked about people in our discord finding out the hard way that you losing, you're losing your items. And I, I didn't know it was a thing until I read that they fixed it, but I was like, dang it. Like, yeah, they should just, that should just be a thing. I, I know that there has to be a, a, a negative thing yeah. to it but you know what i'd rather see as a negative thing to it it's like well your guardian's dead for uh, one full real day or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah like for 24 hours oh, he's just chilling that, and resting how great would that be you don't lose your items but you lose your guardian you have to level a new guardian like your guardian's hardcore oh how cool is that i don't like that you lose the items especially because you're already either getting lucky with a drop or paying a lot for it and i yeah I don't know, maybe it would become too strong if you always had it. But I, uh, that was a bug that I was like, really? That's what you fixed? But it anyway. It needs a lot of work no matter what, especially a HUD. The fact that you can't even see what you've put on it, like you don't even know if you're improving. Like if you're just using rares for 90% of its gear, like you, you need to actually get a piece of paper and write it down. That's ridiculous. I what we talked about the fact that they're making the map smaller and one thing that should really be pointed out that I think is amazing is that they're not decreasing the amount of the large chests. Yeah. The same amount of the large chests will still spawn, but it'll be in a much smaller area and I think I remember reading that they were also going to try and make it so that more of those reward chests are more towards the end uh, than the beginning and I do like that. I think I also read that they're going to, you shouldn't as often get the armor and weapon ones, which I think is good. I don't know. You need the experimental base types for everything. What do you want more of? No, no, no. That's not, they don't drop experimental base types. I'm talking about like when you're going through and the, the room has like two armor based chests that you can unlock both of them. I'm not talking the stuff at the end of a grand heist. That's where you get the experimental base types, right? I, you know what I, I wanted to bring up later. One thing that I've been enjoying while I was getting my personal one hour on, one hour off PC time. Yeah. As far as I could tell, I was getting now, now you're making me nervous because I was a totally confident to my statement. I didn't even doubt it. But I loved that I was getting league content as I was going through the whole heist. It wasn't just at one point. So now, now I don't know. Now you're making me doubt myself because I haven't played for a day. Honestly, can't say for sure. But with regards to what you just said there, they nailed this league and and it is like perfect for this, that the league content is everywhere. If I'm doing Delve, I'm getting markers and I'm getting contracts and I'm getting blueprints. And no matter where I am, the drops that are going to allow me to do heist are dropping. Yeah. I love that. I freaking love that. And it's not just, and it's, it's contracts, it's blueprints, it's this, it's that. They're, they come in their own rarities. And the great thing is that it's not time consuming. Or evasive. It's just what you you'd normally be doing anyway. It's so nice. Did you this this drives me nuts that this issue got shipped, let alone that it's taken two weeks to get fixed, but fixed a bug where grand heists sometimes fail to spawn an entrance to a wing. Did that ever happen to you? It didn't happen to me, and that would really suck. It I couldn't imagine, especially because you said they're reducing the price of blueprints. Unveiling now, right? them. Um, right so imagine high, high going through at the high tier right at the high tier price per se and then it doesn't even open for you oh i couldn't imagine yeah no that that that's definitely something that needs to be fixed that i mean it was in the same 
the same bracket as like when you leave up Grand Heist and all of a sudden your portal's just like, see ya. Oh, and the fact that they've finally fixed how to go back and forth between your Grand Heists and not, I think, I think that one's coming out, but still, oh my goodness, too bad it took, too bad it got shipped, let alone taken two weeks. But at the, like to, to summarize all this, it's awesome that it's getting fixed. Like I have my complaints about what does get shipped and what doesn't. I have my complaints about like you do about just pleasing the community as opposed to sticking to your guns. At the end of the day, this is going to be so fun to play once it's fine-tuned. None of us want it to take a month to be fine-tuned or two weeks, but once it is, it's going to be so fun. You know, I kind of just like to see how much I can dig at some people, but one of the things that I kind of like, so first off, we already talked about it. I don't think this was bug-riddled, and it's fine for us to be on different pages for that. I kind of like the fact that similar to Harvest, it's, it, it's getting some of the people who are babies to just go do something else for a bit. And I'm fine with that. Maybe. No, it's not a baby. It's a for sure. Now, I did get to play this week. So that was fun. And one thing I did want to say that I said, so I hope that it's true. Now I'm going to go right after this while you're editing. I'm going to go log in and I'm not going to I'm going to do a couple contracts, even though instead of saving them for the update. And I'm going to make sure that league content drops for me because I really like that. I thought that was awesome. How many league items just dropped from the normal chests on the way? Like, what do you, what, what can you give me an example? Yeah, just a, 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 a different base type. It had like that fancy glowing background to it. And I would just get it from a normal chest before I even got to the end of the contract. And you're sure it wasn't like just the influence stuff that, that seems to be dropping yeah, a lot? Yeah, it wasn't. Well, unless they really changed how it was influenced, but no, I, I don't think it was influenced at all. I'm, I wasn't, I was like, I'm, I'm not even there, man. Like I just unlocked influence. Uh, no, I don't even think I've unlocked influence yet on the Atlas. Like I wasn't even doing maps yet. Yeah, you have to check. I'm not sure. One thing I do actually quite like now that I'm playing it, I love that enemies don't increase my alert level. I like that it's just chess and I still like that I'm going through and I'm like, okay, I see those two big ones over there. They're probably going to give me two thirds to three quarter in alert level. So... I'll go do them first and then I'll come back and do a couple small chests until I'm just below the bar and then I'll go do the big one. I like that. I like that I have that leeway. I mean, with me, it's zombies, so I'm shopping while they're killing, but I like that I can just clear the room. It's, it's, it's nice. It's nice. I 100% agree with you. I wish again on this one that they had just come out like that versus waiting until people cried about it to do it, especially because there was, I mean, before, before the league came out, there was a lot of like concern that that was going to be a problem, right? Like there were a lot of people asking that question to Chris and to the team, you know, how, how is this going to have a negative effect on it? So uh, I agree with you. There's a towers. I'm not sure if you've run into them yet. They are annoying as crap. I wanted to ask you about them because I don't, I don't see them because it's zombies. Then they just kill what they see and I move. It's only in certain tile sets that these things will spawn. But they are the dumbest. It's a tower that basically pulses and increases your alert level. And as long as it pulses, it keeps going up and you can't kill it until you've been within the visual range of it or something like you can't just kill it. I can't throw like a totem into a room and have it kill those. Oh, you have to see it and then your totem can kill it. Then they can kill it. And I just the way the tile sets work, there are some layouts where you have to run through. It's almost like a 
it's like a giant room, but that it's actually four miniature rooms that you have to actually hit all four to get through. But there's multiple totems in each room. And even if I sprint like as fast as I can go, I can't get all the way through the two sets of them before my alert level caps out. So I don't get to loot anything. I'm just like sprinting to try and get to the end so that I can get them. It's in a lot of perception. I don't know if it's in other ones, but it's perception for me. Does your alert level go up if you're not within the radius of that pulsing totem? I don't even know how it works. Like they're changing it now where you have, because it actually has this weird little circle around it when it pulses and it's quite small. And they're changing it now that you have to be in that circle for it to trigger, which is good because it is, it's not that right now. It's like, well, it's set it off and you're still within like visual range of it, but it's still, oh, it's, they're super annoying. So I, I would rather them either make them targetable right off the bat or I don't know, something they're going to just change it so that you have to be hit by that actual pulse now for it to increase it, which is good. Because they're typically are sitting in corners, but they are not obvious at all. They sound dumb. It's like a Tesla tower. Oh, that's kind of the look of it. I like Tesla towers in, in, uh, what's that called? Defense grid. But imagine like a blackish gray tile set, and then they add a blackish gray tower. Oh, okay. It it doesn't stand out at all. Like make it pink and really (laughs) bright. (laughs) That's right. Because it doesn't stand out at all. I, uh, I, I also really enjoy that a lot of the currency items, I guess you could say, they, they're grouped together in heists. When multiples drop, I do like that. Like if you open up one chest and six wisdom scrolls pop out, it just it, they're stacked as six wisdom scrolls. They're not, you don't have to pick up six individual ones. I like that. I hope that there's enough feedback for that to continue to the core game at some point because um, I am quite enjoying that aspect of looting. Uh, the one thing I'm actually really curious about is I have not had Prandis coins drop yet in a heist. I'm curious oh. if those actually are stacked. I would like to still see rogue markers, it, it, you know, like quite often they're dropping in like stacks of 43 and somebody, we were talking about it in discord about the whole idea of item weight, like drop weight. Okay. Is that, is the reference to that, like an actual weight, like pounds or kilograms is the idea that, well, if an item could weigh over this much it should be dropping as its own and 43 rogue marker. Like, I don't understand what people are talking about because how often something drops. Well, that that's, that's not the reference people were making to me when I was talking about the fact that, you know, items aren't dropping all as one. They're talking about how GGG wants the item weight to be important. And I'm going, well, are you talking about like literal weight here and saying, well, in our heads, 43 markers is what weighs over X amount. And so they have to be dropped separate. Maybe that's what they meant. To me, item weight has always been the frequency that something drops. You want like the and the weight isn't just the frequency, though. It's the value coupled with the frequency, like an exalt. Okay, like sometimes you might go through a league and 10 drop. Sometimes you go through a league and none drop. But that if you have 10 drop, you know, you're very lucky, you know, at at a normal pace. And that's a good weight for the exalt, let alone a mirror, right? When we had Oh my goodness, I forgot who was. Who was it? Who got the mirror last week? Average J Games. Yeah, Average J. So like, I mean, that weight's insane, right? And then you get a wisdom, a scroll of wisdom, because wisdom scrolls don't exist. A scroll of wisdom. And it's like, ding, 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 Well, so then I stand by my original comment that they should just group them all together. I do like that they are together, even though when they're um, in a map, you're getting that 43. You're not having to pick up. No, though. If it's more than that, it's multiple 
quite oh, often I, I'll get like multiple 40 something stacks of the markers. I don't like it. Now, I'm not very far into Heist itself. I'm seeing as I go through some of these contracts, I just kind of got fed up with having, you know, like level three contracts drop and I only have level one rogues. So I went back to the very beginning and even though I'm level mid 70s or 80, I don't know what I am now, but I went back and started doing like my level 19 contracts just to slowly level them up. It was kind of tedious and annoying, but I went through it and all of a sudden out of nowhere, there's new rogues. Like I have the option instead of like, I don't know, whatever the options are, like demolition and stuff like that. I only have the option of one person at that point. And then all of a sudden I have a second option. Where do these people come from? So the way that it works for unlocking, and this is important if you're trying to unlock all your rogues, just so you know, this is how you unlock them. You do a quest or a heist with your most recently unlocked rogue and they introduce a new rogue to the team. So let's say uh, Ninette was your last unlocked rogue you go and do a heist with ninette as your rogue that you're going to use for it and and when you load in she's like hey let me introduce you to so and so and that's what introduces them and then you run your next the next time you want to unlock one you pick that person who was just unlocked run a heist with them and they introduce you to someone and eventually you'll get right down to the end and there they'll all be unlocked hmm how come the lion guy isn't in the group shop there's a dude with a lion or a girl with a lion face mask and they're not in the group shot when they're all hovering around the table on the loading screen are they not no there's no lion it's probably because he's it's probably because he's useless it's huck yeah huck yeah he's not a great i never use huck because huck gets stuck all the time Ooh, that rhymed i huck gets stuck no i always use the other guy who's the big guy with the mace tibbs he's awesome i always use tibbs because he just runs back and plows through the door whereas huck I have to actually run back away from the door before Huck figures out before he starts stops doing his jig. So that's I just, supposed to I'll be fixed in some of them. But I will say, I'm not sure if you've noticed it. Tibbs does it, and so does Vindiri because they're both demolition. I, I haven't. I don't know if any of the other demolition ones do it. But when they place down the bomb, and this is being fixed, thank God. When they place the bomb down, and then they run further away from it, and then they like. They they send like a pulse out from their shield, and that's what detonates the uh, that's what detonates the thing. If you if you are standing, I don't know. I, it's a weird mechanic because no matter what, so imagine your guy places down his demolition charge, right? And as he's planting it, wherever you stand, the programming it seems is always for the NPC before they blow it up to run towards your player. No matter where you put your actual player the NPC will start to run towards you first and then find a position to, to blow up the demolition. If you're too close to the demolition, they run, they, they run in place like an idiot. Like it's hilarious because they're huge and then they're always leaned back and their arms are like flailing out as if they're looking. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. That's being fixed though as well. It's, it's funny the first time. That's funny every time. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, so I've had my complaints about Blight and we've talked about how it's it's a weird thing in the game because there's no reference to it anywhere else in the game. There's nowhere for you to study what your options are. And so when you click on a tower, you have not even a second to figure out, oh, what are my options? Okay, I have cold. Okay, there's fire. There's stun. Oh, wow. But there's like six, seven, eight options. What am I? Wow. This is what can I you know like you don't have time to go through and consider all of them and especially once you get to the higher 
level of all of them, you have two options. I just, now I'm a minion freak. I just noticed there's a minion option. Yeah, the purple that it can one. create its minions. I didn't know that. Really? I just like I always went cold or I always went stunned. That's it because the picture made sense. Now, now, now I know that when I look at the picture of the purple guy, I'm like, well, obviously that's minion, but it never registered to me because I was always just so panicked. I'm like, ah, did you level it all the way up? And I'm, uh, yeah, but I still haven't been able to read it. I think it's the difference between a tanky minion yeah, or a ranged a damage minion. minion. Well, the, it's a ranged minion. The bats are actually kind of cool because they're not bound right to the tower. Like they'll actually oh, okay. go over top of enemies and shoot down on them. And then the final one uh, on the right hand side that's not bat is just more tanky. I, I've never used them. We, when we were playing together, had like the worst possible blight we could have had. We still cleared it because you were you were crushing the game, but uh, it split in four directions. Oh my right god! Away from yes. The pulse. But every other single one, whether it's been on console or PC that I've had, has been legitimate. And since the tower improvements, I have not failed one blight. And that's awesome. Now, granted, I'm playing with skills that have AoE. I'm not playing with single strike skills. But my Righteous Fire, my Animate Weapon, my Zombie Builds that I'm playing, they're doing fine. So like so far, it seems like a legitimate fix for keeping it in the game. And I'm, I'm quite happy with it. Now. Speaking of console, though, oh wait, hold on. Are you not going to let me comment about the blight? Go Come ahead. On, huh? It has definitely not been that case for me. <laughs> like oh. what we had has been par for the course. I opened one up just today when I was playing and went five freaking directions. I was like, oh my! And I didn't put any. Sh- I was like, forget it. I'm just going to fast forward it. And I just stood in the middle and put towers, uh, my own totems down. And I mean, thankfully, it's strong enough to do it. But I was like, no. I am not running to five different areas. I was actually like going to run away from it, but I'm like, well, I will be honest. The drops from Blight have actually been quite good for me this league. So I was like, I got to do it. I got to do it. But (laughs) it has not been the case for me. I've been getting those crappy ones. Anyway, going to your silly console talk. There's got to be a tiny bit of rules added, like only two directions or one direction from the original starting point. And then it can branch out to a million things, but you need at least one or two choke. Make it harder, but make a choke point, make it tolerable. Now, I was super excited. Now, one of the issues that came out with console was that they forgot to add the free respec for standard characters. And I do really like that. Now, I, I love it because even though it's a punishing game when it comes to leveling and choices you make, it costs a lot to change your mind. I like that. But in terms of a game where there's a league and big changes every three months, I think a free respec once every three months is, is legitimate even for a punishing game. One thing... Though, because they forgot the free respec, I was like anxious and excited and I couldn't wait for it to happen. And with the bug report that I wrote, they're like, well, if it can't be done just naturally, if they if we can't do it tonight, it'll have to wait for the next realm restart. There was finally a patch. I go and check it out. All my characters have the free respec. It's awesome. I can respec my characters. I can get my guide videos out. I'm super stoked. I get going. Totally forgot to do the standard I, I did the big standard faux pas. I forgot to do my legacy map, my Valve T16 legacy map, before I converted my maps. So in standard, if you do the, like, so now it's 312. If I did a 311 map if, with the proper bonuses, so let's say I do um, an Alt T10 from 311 in the 312 league, all the bonuses for T9 and down 
are completed just automatically. It's a nice, cheap way to like keep your progress. So every league, technically, you should take your Alt-Vald T16 to do and do that with your 311 Legacy before you convert your maps. And then your whole Atlas, except for T16s, is done. And away you go. And you have so many bonuses and all those extra drop percentages. And it's nice. I was so excited about the respecs and getting into mapping and like leveling up these gems that I totally forgot about that. And so now I have like an empty Atlas. And I'm going through my T16s, but it's funny to see the Atlas with only a couple of the like high tier ones unlocked. So made a big faux pas. I'll be able to rectify it in the next league, 313. But uh, yeah, missing the percentages. I wanted to message you about this this week. I think it was this week uh, because it made me smile. But I my very first red. Oh, man, I'm trying to think. I feel like it was my very first tier 14 red map. Xana spawned in it and gave me the Val one. And no I, it made me way. laugh because I was like, Tyler can no never way. get them. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to message you because oh, it made me so happy. <laughs> you should have. I, I seriously, I'm going to like make that what is it the div card that gives you the val temple map i'm gonna make that like the highest loudest tier i can possibly make it i just i don't want to miss it i've never i've I've only done it with you i've never had the opportunity no matter how much valing i've done and apparently i've been valing the wrong tier anyway but still i think i have three of them right now oh i even do the tier i even do the recipe where you're trading in a certain amount of val skill gems with the val fragment to get you know, your Val Orb, just so that I can make sure I have a few hundred so I can Val all my red maps. Whatever, man, whatever. <laughs> it was awesome. Now, one, one really cool thing, though, and I don't know if PC players will ever know this or not, because so Animate Weapon is one of the skills that I'm using in one of my builds, and it's kind of irritating. I do my very best to make it a one-button build, but Animate Weapon is one of those builds where, for the most part, you need that second skill, right? A skill that gives you lingering blades. Now, I've been trying to make it as one button as possible and using as lingering blades as little as possible. And on console, you just have an analog stick, right? Like they use a smart aiming system in Path of Exile on console. So because you can't fine tune exactly where you want to go. There's no cursor where your analog stick's aiming. So you're hitting the button and it's, it's, it's a general idea. They use smart aiming for totems and mines and, and the lot. So I'm going through and I haven't cast any of my lingering blade skills. And I'm still able to. Now, my filter doesn't show normal melee weapons at all, which Animate Weapon uses to create its minions. It doesn't show any of it. I'm just 100% dependent on the Lingering Blades. I haven't cast my Lingering Blade skill. I'm in the middle of combat, and I can summon or animate my normal melee weapons that aren't showing on my filter. Did you know you could do that? I did, but that is awesome. No way! I like it would be so that's that's like no this way discover, it's, the discover, it's the discovery of the century now here though like I that would be really hard to figure out on PC though because you have to click the actual item to actually res it so it would be a complete fluke to do it without seeing it on your filter right if you don't have normal melee weapons showing on your filter there's no way you'd be able to use that on a regular basis because you have to specifically click on the weapon on PC to animate your weapon. But on console, it's a lot easier because of the general aiming. No. No. Uh, animate weapon, you need to be pretty, you, you need to click on the item to animate it, right? You can't just click anywhere in the map and any melee weapon shows up. I was leveling with it earlier. No way. 
I don't know. I think you're an idiot. Whatever, <laughs> man. Whatever. I'm glad you found out. Ah, shut up. <laughs> so while we're on the subject, you know how Age of Empires 3 has... Remember when we used to have our land parties with that oh game? Was God, it Age greatest. of Empires 2 or 3? Uh, might have been two because three i don't think we were doing land parties with three i think we did land parties with three nah, yeah who cares? it was it the was greatest awesome. we were probably doing land parties with poe <laughs> uh but anyway so remember age of empires three right you would it's a it's an rts for those that haven't played it um and you you pick your faction in age of empires you pick your nationality or your civilization and and you fight against each other now in a normal rts it's just done Right, you play your match. Great job, you did it. Now it's done. If your replayability is the enjoyment of the game, but you're doing the same thing, but with a different nationality. Maybe you're using a different strategy. Age of Empires three added a really cool mechanic where you would level, you would get perks based on how much and how effective you played a specific nationality. It gave you rewards for playing that same nationality over and over and over and. I mean, in that game, it gave you even some benefits that were helpful in the game as well. Once you're into gameplay, I was thinking about that when uh, I was seeing some Age of Empire three news. I think it's being delayed over and over the remake. Uh, but it got me thinking about Poe. Like, wouldn't that be cool if there was a reward in Path of Exile for playing it over and over and over? Whether you're playing a class or an ascendancy over and over, or just you played a certain league over and over. I was starting to think about maybe your requests for cutting leveling down. You know what I mean? Like some account-wide perks for playing a lot. I thought that would be really cool if POE could add something like that to the game. Can you think of anything that maybe you would want your account to have as a benefit to playing? Obviously, we don't want it to influence gameplay too much in terms of gameplay efficiency because you never want to throw the... anyway. But can you think of anything that you think would be neat to have account wide that rewards you? Uh, I could uh, I would like to see something that was account wide if it was only per league. And that was that you uh, increased how much XP your next character would get up until level 64 or something up until you entered a map so that I could I, I it, literally anything that just gets me to the end game faster that I, I could see doing that, like maybe the more you grind maps or something in higher levels you're creating this like passive bonus to alternate characters that you create up until they enter maps i I can't think of anything else that wouldn't because everything else would have an effect on the game right can you think of something that would not have an effect on the game no immediately when my train of thought went to what could ggg do to help me account wide i agree it would probably need to be league specific it shouldn't be global i mean Maybe there'd be a benefit to standard too somehow, depending on what the perk is. But um, I, I agree. Making something that makes leveling faster or unlocking the ability to level faster, whether it's XP or maybe waypoints are unlocked or you know the ability to skip ahead or, I don't know, maybe even buy 2020 gems, right? Like, you know how you can buy level one gems? I was thinking the ability to buy, and maybe not 2020. Maybe level 20 level 20 gems for five times the price or whatever it would be. I I mean, goodness me, I can't tell you how many times I've wanted to try something out. And I just, I don't want to level a gem to 18, 19 or 20. I'm I'm not a fast player, but. Well, you actually bring up a really good point. Like I just helped Ethan respec. He wanted to change his build a bit. 
but that meant also re-leveling skill gems. And so if you're already built up into the Atlas and stuff, it would be kind of cool to be able to unlock a slightly higher leveled up skill gem for just more expensive cost. That would kind of suck though for people that sell them. So, you know, like it takes away the market of selling like a level 20 gem. It could, but I mean, there's nothing to say that your perks are league specific. Like there is solo cell phone perks that you could probably have. Yeah, maybe and if it was a solo this, cell as phone soon as you perk, leave sure. solo cell found, you know, it's different perks, right? If you're in the trade league, it's different perks. If you're in standard, it's certain perks. And I mean, that's in the end, the biggest thing I want is XP. I want faster XP. I want to get to the end game faster. I would play way more builds if there was a faster way for me to get to maps. Yeah, for sure. I just know I would. Hey, Path of Exile 2 is going to fix all (laughs) Everything will be fixed. Everything. Now, Justin, you're a prick. Um, (laughs) You added added one extra note. That was supposed to be our last note. We've we've already, because this episode's gone quite long, we've already pushed a whole bunch of episodes to another day, or a whole bunch of subjects to another day. Um, But even though that was originally when I started the comment, our last subject, you squeezed another one in and you color coded it so that I bring it up. <laughs> I thought you oh, might want Lord, to. <laughs> Lord bless you. It looks like it's a copy and paste from somewhere. Let's let me read it. 310 change colon. Now animates a weapon in an area around where you are targeting. You don't have to target a specific item. Yeah, that's right. That doesn't make any weapon. sense. Nobody knows what you're talking about. It's still a <laughs> radius, though. You can't just click anywhere on it's the map. It's pretty big, man. I, you're Is right. It? But and and I'm and it also now I I am almost certain about this. I don't want to say I'm 100 percent sure, but I'm pretty certain it is. It doesn't care about your filter. So if there are white items on the ground that aren't showing in your filter, it will still use those. I think that's so cool. It is awesome. It's yes. still so much harder on PC than it is on console because on console you can basically just click your animate weapon and it'll just take whatever item. Yeah, but I will say, and Ty, it, and it's almost as easy it, as... But it is awesome. Uh, it's, uh, there's white items on the ground everywhere. So you could literally use it as your... I don't think you actually can, but as your left click and you'll just constantly have animated weapons. There's a lot, but they're not all melee weapons. Right, it just and can't. The skill just needs melee weapons. But the one really nice thing about having that without needing them on your filter is that animate weapon uses. I think it's the glass shank. It's like a super weak dagger, right? As it's, that's what the lingering blade weapon is. The wiki's guessing anyway. But animate weapon, its base damage is based on the weapons that you're animating, and so you can do a lot more. And now, animate weapon does give bonus damage to lingering blades. But you do get a lot of damage based on the normal that you bring up. So it is kind of a nice perk. If Even if you're actually aiming for your lingering blade, but you bring up, I don't know, a big two-handed axe, sweet. Like, it's just that much more damage. And you have to remember, too, with even what you just read, that changed, that, that's a huge quality of life that did not come out until 310. That was like a week ago. Animate weapons been around, so. <laughs> the bane of PoE. <laughs> that's right. Uh, I like it. I like it. Yep, I think it's anyway, good. thanks for now. trying to humiliate me, but you but you came, yeah, redeemed yourself a bit. I'm being nice. I was just showing I didn't want somebody to be I what would happen later is we'd get a message. Um actually 
<laughs> <laughs> so you you were calling me out to save my skin. I was saving you. That's right. You're welcome. Yeah, what are friends for, right? That's right. All right. Listen, let's wrap up episode 49. Good Lord of Forever Exiled. Thanks a lot for everybody joining us. I am Justin, a.k.a. Tags. And I'm Tyler Wrecker of Days. We will catch our Patreons in After Dark and everybody else will catch you maybe episode 50. We'll have to see what, what happens episode 50. I think we're retiring. I think this is it. We're going to stop just before 50. You can find more information down below. We've got our show notes website, foreverexiled.com. We're on Twitter if you want to follow us, foreverexiled82. We have Discord. Come join us. That place is, I mean, it's awesome. And I actually, I actually, Tyler doesn't even know this, but there's surprises coming to, to Discord maybe this week, I think. And uh, our Patreon link is down below. So if you're curious about what our Patreon is, uh, you can check it out down there. Thanks again. We'll catch you guys later. So she just hears me sing fluffy, 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 fluffy.